Thank you for joining us once again for Kingdom Rock Radio. Now here's a sample of today's broadcast. The Lord said, I know what I can do, but can you see healing where there is disease? Can you see wealth where there is poverty? Can you see abundance where there is lack? Are you capable of seeing this? He's asking him, can you trust God beyond what you see? Remember, if you would like to hear more about our ministry, just log on to KingdomRock.org. That's KingdomRock.org. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the rich word of God. We're going right back into the book of Mark. Mark, the ninth chapter. Mark 9. I wanted to leave Mark 9. But... While the Lord is still pouring out in Mark 9, I want to stay in Mark the ninth chapter. Wherever he is pouring out, that's where I want to be. And uh, he is definitely pouring out in Mark the ninth chapter. If you have any questions, I want you to write them down as we go through tonight's Bible study. Write them down, and then at the close of the Bible study, I'll receive those from you. And we'll see if we can address as many of those as we can this week. If we don't get to it uh, tonight, we will definitely address those uh, first thing on next Wednesday night. Amen. All right. Mark the ninth chapter. Mark nine. Let's hop back up to verse number 19. We're going to really speak from the subject tonight of keep the faith. Keep the faith. Don't discard your faith. So I, I thank the Lord that. He speaks prophetically. He speaks right now words in this house. I'm telling you, he speaks living words in this house. And I thank you, Lord, I thank you for that. I thank you for speaking living words in this house, words that that bring healing and words that bring deliverance. I appreciate you, Holy Spirit. I thank you for doing that. And tonight will also be the same. Verse 19, uh, let me read... um, Verse 19, 20, and 21, once again. It says here, he saith unto him, he saith unto, rather, he answered him and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him to me. Verse 20. And he brought him unto him, and when he saw him, straightway the spirit tear him, he fell on the ground and, and uh, wallowing, foaming. We're going to really start here, verse 21, tonight. Uh, from the subject entitled, Keeping the Faith. Turn to your neighbor and tell him, Keep the Faith. Keep the faith. Or t- tell somebody else, Keep the Faith. Keep the faith. Verse 21. <clears throat> and he asked his father, How long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, Of a child. In other words, this father has been dealing with this situation in his home for possibly a number of years here dealing with the same problem day in day out week in week out year after year having the exact same problem that would not move he's got to keep the faith and obviously the father was able to do that for a time let's look down at verse 23 jesus said to him rather verse 22 And oft times it cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus replies to him in verse 23, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believe. Now we 
We're going to really zoom in here with our magnifying glass and see what Jesus is saying. He tells the man, if you can believe. Now, we dealt with unbelief on last Sunday uh, from the message that was entitled, that's no longer on our table. But we dealt with that. Get, get, get the um, media minister, they'll help you with that. But we dealt with that on last Sunday morning talking about unbelief. Unbelief. And, and unbelief means you believe something once, but then you unbelieved it, right? Unbelief. You're no longer standing in faith for a particular item. You were in faith or you did have faith. And for some reason, you saw something, you heard something, and you drop your faith forward and you begin to go in the opposite direction. This man needed a miracle. And Jesus asked him, or Jesus said, if you or if thou canst believe. Now, canst, of course, um, the word can, if you can believe. What does can mean? Uh, if you, um, can means uh, able, right? Ability. Can talks about ability. If you have the ability to believe. Now, I love that canst, C-A-N-S-T, canst. Means uh, not just a one time event, but a continual event. He said, If you have the ability here, if you have the ability to believe and keep on believing, that's what he's saying here. If you can believe, or if you have the ability to believe and keep on believing, if you have the ability to believe and keep on believing, he says, All things are possible. Now, we really want to break this down. He says, all things, not some things, not a few things, not uh, something that is too big or it doesn't matter what the situation is. He said, all things are possible. Now, I love the definition for possible. Please go with me and listen to this. The word possible means capable of happening or existing, which means if we can hold our faith, if we can endure the struggle of holding faith, if we can keep the faith, the thing that we believe in God for will then exist. I thank God you're hearing me. If we can hold on, this talks about a battle of faith. And how many of you know that when you're really standing in faith for something, if it doesn't happen the very next minute, that means it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a fight. Something is going to happen to try to make you unbelieve what you have once believed. It's easy to be in church and we can all yell, I love Jesus. I believe you, oh God, I believe you. But when you get outside the door and go home and a neighbor, a friend, a co-worker, a supervisor cusses you out, then what? Do you still believe when you when we get the doctor report and they say uh, the big C word or they they say this or they say that? Can we still yet believe? Question is, when we allow if we or rather the statement is if you allow doubt to come in, doubt will undermine your faith and cause what we know as unbelief. Doubt will knock the, the legs out from under your chair and cause you to unbelieve God. And we know that, we, when, when, that, when, we are, that when we are in unbelief, 
uh, nothing is going to happen. Remember when the Lord Jesus went to his own hometown, the Bible says that there he could do nothing there. He could do nothing there because of their unbelief. The Lord says here, if you can believe, all things are possible. That means these things are capable of existing. Uh, the happy marriage, the happy home, the, uh, the new home, the new car, all these things are capable of the, the new relationship or whatever we're believing God for. It will take shape, it will take form, and it will begin to exist if we can hold on to faith. Remember the book of Hebrews. We can go there just for a second. Let's go to Hebrews 11. I'm thanking the Lord that you're catching the flow of this tonight. Hebrews, the 11th chapter. This is very familiar. It says, verse 1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance, that's real material, of things hoped for. So if you can abide, if you can survive or endure the faith journey, that faith journey Uh, At the end of it, you will see what you were believing God for really does exist. But if you let go of that rope, if you let go and stop pulling for it, what you're believing for God for will no longer exist. As long as you're pulling in faith, as long as you're pulling in faith and you keep that rope, what you believe in God for does exist. It is there. It is there. All right. Now, let's go back over to Mark for a second. And it says again, and I'm going to show you more proofs of this. It says, if thou canst believe, the Lord said, if you can believe or if you are able to believe and continue to believe. That's what that says. If you are able to believe and continue to believe, all things are possible. To him or to her, to them that believeth. That believeth, that keeps on believing. Do you see that? All things are possible to him that believeth. Now, here again, uh, to believe here means to believe and to keep on believing. We have to continue to hold the faith. So what's happening here is that, all right, let's, let's look at uh, verse 24. It helped bring some of this home as well. Verse 24 says, And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. Lord, I believe, but help thou mine unbelief. Now, the Lord just got through saying in verse number 19, it says in verse 19, he answereth, after, he answereth him. He's talking to the father and he's talking to the whole generation. The Lord said to the father in verse 19, O faithless generation. In other words, you don't have faith. Faithless, meaning there's nothing there. So the Lord talks to him and says, if you can believe, in other words, if you can believe again. Remember, unbelief occurs when we believe, but then we stop believing. So this man at one point believed God for the healing of his son, healing of his family, the healing of his household. He was holding faith in God. But then something happened. These The trials of life happened, uh, just like when Peter walked on the water. He was walking on the word of God just fine. But then when he saw the wind and he saw the waves and all these things started happening, he began to unbelieve what he had believed and he began to sink. 
This man here in Mark 9 actually believed that God at one point actually believed that God could help his son, could cure his son, uh, could remove this curse from his household. He believed it. But through the course of time, after after the Lord's nine preachers here and many before, none of them could do anything to help him. And after you go through so many people, we have a tendency uh, or after we've dis- been disappointed so many times, we have a tendency to give up. We have a tendency to say, I'm throwing in the towel. I can't do this anymore. This is not working. And we get frustrated. We get aggravated. And we just want to do something else. We want to give it right back to God. Because holding faith is heavy. When you're really believing God for something, it is heavy. It sometimes can become a burden and it can hurt. It can break your back when you're really believing God for something. And it takes a certain amount of time. And so this man here again, the Lord said, faithless generation, man, you don't have any faith. Then the man says here, he tells Jesus and we can see clearly he doesn't have any faith because of the way that he talks to Jesus. He says in verse 22, he said, but if you can do anything, if is the badge is the badge of doubt. If is the badge of doubt. You see if, you see doubt. And if there's doubt, remember doubt is at your chair trying to kick your legs off under your chair so you fall down. Okay? Doubt is trying to kick the legs off under you. It's, and it's trying to weaken your faith so everything you believe in God for won't exist. So the man said, if you can, talking to Jesus himself. Okay? Now, let's look past, let's look... Let's look into the Bible and bring this further on in today. If you allow the Holy Spirit to do that, I thank God that you are. There are people still that that sit in church that have a relationship with God that are still asking God or telling God if. 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 They say, I've been late on my rent every every month this year. I don't know if God's going to do it or not. If. 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 If God will save, um, uh, will help me in my finances. If will God, uh, if he will help me get a job. If this and if that and if this and if that. Badge of doubt. Really don't believe. Are you with me? He says, if to Jesus. He's saying, if to God. He said, if you can. Wow, come on. We say God is all powerful. He can do anything. But he says, if you can do anything. As he relates to God, as if, as if he's powerless, as if he's weak. He's really saying, Lord, I'm not sure if you can do anything about this or not. Probably not, because this thing is so, so much more powerful than you. I'm dealing with a mountain, Jesus. This thing has been in my home for quite a while. And this is this big old mountain. He has exploded this big old mountain because men have tried to come and help him. Uh, and nobody could do it. And now this problem has become a mountain. So he has made the problem big and God small. He says the problem is great. Jesus, you're small. If you can do anything. Have compassion on me. And help a brother out. Are you with me? If. Now that's doubt. So here again, verse 19. The Lord said, oh, faithless generation. And surely we can see that the Lord Jesus perceived correctly because he tells the Lord, if you can do anything, I don't really have faith in you. 
So the Lord discerned that correctly, didn't he? So the man has no faith here. He is out of faith. So what's happening here? He says these things to the Lord, and the Lord says, if you can believe, here's a badge of doubt. Can you get it together here? Now, here are some questions that the Lord is asking here. Are you capable of looking past the moment? This is what the Lord is saying to the guy. Are you capable of looking past the uh, past the pain if there is sickness involved? Are you capable? Are you capable of looking past the pain and believing God for your healing? Are you capable of looking past the test results, past the x-rays and seeing a healthy heart? Are you capable of doing that? The man asked Jesus, are you capable? The Lord said, are you capable? The Lord said, I know what I can do, but can you see healing where there is disease? Can you see wealth where there is poverty? Can you see abundance where there is lack? Are you capable of seeing this? He's asking him, can you trust God beyond what you see? Are you with me? Now, thank God you are. Even though you have been disappointed, can you lean on God once more? This is what the Lord is saying. In essence here, will you allow yourself to become vulnerable and trust the invisible? Lord saying, I know what you've seen. You've seen that spirit take your child and do terrible things. Or you've seen that, that spirit take your wife, take your husband, take your grandchild and do terrible things. They've stolen from you. They have, they have parted up the money. They have drugged up the money. I know, the Lord said, I know you have seen this. I know you've seen your bank account. I know you have seen this. But can you trust me anyway? I love Jesus. The Lord said, if you can believe, and that's the question for us tonight, can we keep the faith? Can we believe? Can we see what is unseen? Can we see the unseen? We said a, a few times, can you see that flat screen television <laughs> hanging on that wall? Can you see it? Now, there is nothing, there is nothing there in the natural. Are you with me? But yet and still, we see it. Hallelujah. I can see our new church facility on that property. But there's nothing there in the natural. But yet and still, I see it. Praise the Lord. And the Lord's saying to us tonight, I don't know what you believe in God for. What is dearest to your heart? What, your, what is dearest to your core? I don't know what it is, but if you've been with this thing, struggling with this for a while, it will take a toll on you, as it took a toll on this man here. And uh, so there, there, is a, there is a pattern of events that happens in verse 23, a pattern of events. Now, you need to hear this because I call this uh, the, the faith pattern, if you will. There's a pattern, pattern of events that happens here that happens in Scripture so many times. And it only happens in Scripture. I found it, I found it happening in my life over and over and over and over again. Let's go into this. Now understand what is happening here. 
Verse 24 again, the father cried out with tears. He cried with tears. Lord, I believe. Wait now. Hmm. Is he now lying in the face of God? Something is happening here. Jesus said in the beginning, faithless. You don't have any faith. He tells the Lord, if you can do it. But he tells Jesus in his face, I believe. Now, is the man lying in the face of God? Doesn't he know that that's bad to do, that all liars will have their, all liars, scripture says, will have their place in the lake of fire? Right? Yeah, that's what the Bible says. All liars going down there to a summer retreat. You're not coming back. Okay, so we need to repent. Praise the Lord. Amen. Cast that lying spirit out so we can go on. So for a moment now, because the Lord didn't dispute him and said, you lying devil, you don't believe because he didn't. Let's believe here that now he has faith. So this has to mean that there was an awakening of his faith. Jesus called him, said what he was. You don't have any faith here. The man testifies, uh, if you can do it, uh, I mean, the, of a surety. Now he doesn't. But in verse 23, the Lord said, if you can believe, stop, pause. Faith is revived. When the Lord calls you on the carpet, we say, oh, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. Well, if the Lord reminds you of what you were believing him for, if he shows you a fresh vision of something, telling you it is possible, you can have this, you can live in that, you can have peace. Um, you know, if he shows you a fresh vision of what he showed you before, faith will revive. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Here is the word of God in the flesh, standing in your face. Faith, um, that therefore faith revived in the man. And he could truly confess, Lord, I believe. Faith has now been revived within him. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? He says here, so, so we can say that Jesus sparked and challenge the man's once dead faith. And now he said, if you are capable of believing, in other words, in essence, the Lord said, if you're capable of believing again. And the man's answer, of course, obviously was yes. And he began to make himself vulnerable, even though he's been disappointed. But now he's saying, okay, I'm going to believe again. And have you ever been there before when you really believe God for something and you just said, ah, I'm just through with this. I've been disappointed too many times before. And you really don't want to be hurt by believing God again. Mm, You know, it's kind of like that. uh, uh, The lady in the book of Kings and Elijah Elijah said, hey, uh, by this time next year, you're going to embrace a son. Now, she was very old and she had been barren for a while. She and her husband had been serving the Lord. But, you know, and Elijah said, by this time next year, you're going to embrace a son. You know, I mean, she had really forgotten about that dream a long time ago. She said within herself, I guess it's just not going to happen for me. It's not going to. I'll just continue to serve the Lord. As a matter of fact, she and her husband built Elisha, the man of God, and built him a room on, on his house, Elijah rather, a room on their house. And they just really just blessed the man of God. And God said, all right, you're going to have a son by this time next year. And she responded, don't lie to me. Nay, man of God, don't lie to me. 
In other words, I don't know if I can put myself through this again. I've buried that chapter of my life. I have made peace with the fact that maybe it was not for me. Don't bring this back up again. And it takes something to believe again. So here's this man. This son has been in this hard way. His child has been vexed with a demon. He's not hanging around with some, uh, with, with some gang members doing gang signs on the street corner. Right? He's not doing drugs and all this other stuff. There is a demon inside of him. I'm talking about foaming at the mouth, rolling on the floor. Bad problem. Are you with me? I thank God you are. And so the Lord asked him, it's almost like, Lord, how can you ask me that? Can you believe again? Because all things are possible if you can believe. The man mushes up the faith. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm. 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 He said with tears, he cried out, look, look at the scripture. The Bible says, and straight with the, the, the father of the child cried out, oh, I believe. But help my unbelief. In other words, there is still doubt working in me. You have revived my faith, Lord. I see the vision again that one day I'll be able to run with my son and, 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 and walk with him and, and give him a knife to cut his food. I wasn't sure to give him a knife before. You know, he got the demon in him. I don't know what he's going to do with the knife. He'd be able to drive the family chariot. He'd go, be able to go down to Walmart, you know, down there. He can do these things because I haven't been able to trust him before because, you know, his eyes may turn red, his head spin around. I don't know what he's going to do, but now you've given me this vision of having a normal family, of being able to embrace and love my son, and my son being able to talk to me. Because, listen, the son was, was mute. The Bible says he had the dumb spirit. In other words, that spirit had taken his ability to talk. So the father didn't hear his son say, Daddy, I love you. And isn't that terrible that you as a parent can never hear your child say to you, I love you, bless you, or, or anything. No communication. The enemy had stolen his son's communication, robbed him of the ability to speak or to communicate effectively through speech. Robbed him of that. My son has a deaf spirit. That devil won't allow my son, my daughter, to talk to me. Oh, that's something else altogether, Jesus. That's something else altogether. Why won't they talk to me anymore? They used to when they were five, four, and three. All the time I couldn't get them to stop. But now the enemy is entered in and he won't let them talk to me anymore. My Jesus. We could go there, but we're not tonight. And so this is happening and we're going to have to close just a moment. So here's this battle of faith going back and forth. Can you believe God for it again? Yes, you were disappointed. But can you step out? Can you take a risk? Can you believe God again? The question is. Is the object that you are hoping for worth the risk? If it's not worth the risk, don't even put yourself out there anymore. 
But if it is worth the risk, then take the leap, take the plunge. Jesus is right there with you. Isn't that wonderful? I'm telling you, I'm telling you. So this account, this whole account speaks of this man's lapse of faith. He had faith, but then it lapsed. He cried out of frustration and out of an inner struggle of whether to continue or give in to the situation. Sometimes it's just easier just to let it go and go without it than it is to keep on struggling with it. So this was the battle this man was in. So he had faith and he dropped faith. Jesus revived his faith. He cries out in frustration. Uh, and, you know, he's, gonna, he's having that internal struggle. Shall I continue to believe what this man Jesus is saying or shall I just let it die, let it alone? And then, of course, like we said, the, he received that faith from the Lord. And then there was a renewal of that faith. And finally, he had a breakthrough. Finally had a breakthrough. But what I want you to see here as I close, that his breakthrough did not come without these things, without that lapse of faith. It didn't come without him crying out in frustration. It didn't come without him wanting to just throw it down and give it away and, and quitting. Sometimes that when we are at the point when we're ready to stop, to quit, to give up, that's when you're at the brink of breakthrough. I'm going to run. I, I had to run on that. I, I had to run on that. We're right at the brink of breakthrough. Turn to your name, Dylan. You're at the brink of breakthrough. I'm telling you. The Lord says, uh, he says, cast not away your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. God's going to reward you. He says, be not weary um, in well-doing for in due season you're going to reap if you faint not. Abraham in, in, in Romans 4 who against Romans 418 who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to which uh, was spoken. So shall thy seed be. Don't cast away your confidence. But the moment I'm telling you, the moment that we're about to cast it away, to throw it away, that means everything that was, was us has burned away. And God's about to pick you up and bring you to a point of breakthrough. Isn't that wonderful? The Bible declares in Isaiah 40, he said, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Amen. Now look at that word renew. That means you had strength, but then it was gone. You can't renew if your car is, if your car has a full gas tank, you can't renew it. It's full. It's full, but you can only renew it when it's um, empty, right? Or has less than full, right? That means I've run out of strength. I've been believing you for this God. I've been waiting for you, but I have run out of strength. I'm ready to throw in the towel, run out. And what does God say he would do? He will renew your strength. And what happens after that? He said, you're going to mount up on wings as eagles. You're going to run and not be weary. You're going to walk and not faint. He promises that. But in our walk of faith, understand, we've got to keep it. We've got to keep the faith. And last, in Hebrews 6, you don't have to get it, verse 11 it says, 
And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end. Verse 12, that ye be not slowful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promise. Now, let me give you another example of the weight that, that comes upon us. Uh, the weight or the heaviness that comes upon us when we're believing God for something. Anybody ever had to wait in line before? You know, and it's just going so slow, and you're standing there, foot starts moving. You stand there long enough, you begin to make conversation with those by you. I don't know what's taking them so long. I don't know what's taking them. I don't know what's. I don't know what's. I don't know what's taking. What, what's going on up there? You even really be there long enough, you get fired up. Hey, what's going on up there? I got to go. Come on, people, get it together. Your continents begin to change. Your face begins to change. You get tired of waiting. You do the dance. What's the bathroom? You do the dance. You do the dance. It makes you very uncomfortable. And that's just you waiting in a regular line somewhere. But how about waiting on God? But when we get to the point where we're ready to throw it in, be done with it, here comes breakthrough. And God says, can you believe me again? Can you trust me again? Can you keep the faith. I pray you've heard the word of God tonight. We are done in Jesus' mighty name. Remember, if you would like to hear more about our ministry, just log on to kingdomrock.org. That's kingdomrock.org.